From high atop Rocky Road in Moab, Utah, it's KZMU News. I'm Molly Marcello. This is your news for Thursday, June 17th. Crews continue to work on the Pack Creek Fire today, which has grown a little in size to just over 8,500 acres. The well over 500-person crew has brought containment now to 30%. We go now to our morning conversation with Information Officer Nick Howell for today's update. You know, waking up this morning, the first thought in my head was, did the humidity help the fire? I know you mentioned it yesterday as a possibility. So can you tell us about the weather? The humidity definitely did come up a little bit. We're kind of expecting higher humidities over the next day or two. Expecting cloud cover today. So um, that usually does help keep fire behavior a little less intense than what we've seen since the fire started. So yeah, we're hoping the weather conditions help us out. There's, there's definitely a lot of work that still needs to be done. So that's the forecasted weather um, does indicate that we're going to see some higher relative humidities over the fire. Um, in in today's press release, um, it says that there is still a slight threat of dry thunderstorms today and Friday um, with potential red flag conditions occurring on Saturday. So um, it seems like everybody's keeping an eye on the weather. With that storm front, that's going to be... Um, into this area and around the Pack Creek fire over the next couple of days. That's definitely a concern. But, you know, again, with the increased cloud cover, as, as long as we don't have lightning that materializes, it will definitely aid in the containment of Pack Creek. Okay. Can you tell us what um, crews were working on yesterday? Yeah, so really um, we're kind of in the phase of um, what we call the grind, where we have our resources here, but there's still a lot of work that's been identified that needs to be done. Um, the big focus is still going to be on the northeast side of the fire near Haystack Mountain and Mill Creek. You know, the big one for us today and the big one for firefighters is to keep the fire out of Mill Creek. Um, that's definitely a huge priority for the team today. So keeping the fire out of Mill Creek, what's the concern there? Yeah, on the north northeast side of the fire, there are definitely some values at risk. That's where um, there are several cabins. There's a campground. Um, there's communication sites. There's a lot of different values at risk over there that we're definitely trying our best to protect. Anything else to mention on what will be going on today or tomorrow? Yeah, so we did have a slight increase um, in acreage. We are now up to 8,518 acres. However, firefighters have achieved 30% containment on the fire, so that's really good news for today. Even though we're up to 30%, there's still a lot of work to be done. But, you know, given the nature and the topography of this fire, um, that's definitely a positive sign starting out this morning. Yeah, also, you know, you mentioned that um, in the press release that, you know, to date, the Pat Creek Fire has not had any injuries or accidents, which is pretty amazing because, um, you know, you and others keep saying that this is really difficult terrain. Um, can you talk about that? Yeah, the track record for safety has been amazing so far. Hopefully we can keep that going. We have been putting a huge emphasis on firefighter safety, and we've been taking a lot of precautions with our crews. Um, if you notice, we have a total of 561 people assigned to this fire. Yeah, we're, we're definitely trying to be really careful and, and not get anybody hurt. Safety is definitely a huge priority that we've been hitting hard on since the fire started, just because of the nature of the topography. There's some areas that are really difficult to access. Um, you know, 
there are parts of the fire that we're still trying to figure out because there there's just no great ways to access and to work in some of those conditions and some of those terrain features. So, yeah, there, there's still some things we're trying to figure out with safety in mind. Yeah, it sounds like that could be Hell Canyon and Mount Melanthin. Um, it sounds like they're looking at natural barriers to contain the fire spread and potentially air resources, but that, that sounds like difficult areas. Yeah, it, it is. There's definitely some, especially, you know, over in Hell Canyon. There's definitely um, a huge focus on how we're going to, what we call, tie in that piece of fire line. So, yeah, we're, we're looking at some different options in there, looking at using some of those natural barriers as options to help us achieve more containment in that area. Well, thank you, Nick. Um, anything else to, to mention um, today? Um, we do have one more thing. So we have had a couple of um, issues with people flying drones near the fire drones that don't belong to the incident, so basically drones um, within the general public. So when that happens and we have aircraft in the air, we actually have to shut all the aircraft down. Um, if we have unmanned aircraft that are not directly related to the fire, it really does impact our operations. And, you know, you can imagine what would happen. You know, we've got our firefighters on the fire line and we have a lot of aircraft out there. One, it's a huge distraction, but um, there's definitely a lot of safety concerns that go along with that. So if if we have to shut down air operations for a half a day or four hours until the air space is clear, you can imagine what type of challenges that creates for us on the ground. So we'd definitely like to encourage people to, you know, keep their drones, you know, far away from the fire. Um, we understand that everybody is curious, but at the same time, that heavily impacts um, some of the safety requirements that we have in place here and to help us get this fire contained we really need everybody's help with that nick howell fire information officer that's right no drone flying in and around the pack creek fire for more information on the status of the blaze visit the show notes of today's news on our website and podcast on tuesday night when the pack creek fire response team made a public presentation on their strategy to attack the blaze the Recreation and Trails Manager for the Moab and Monticello Ranger District said something notable. Um, anybody that's familiar with LaSalle's knows that uh, this fire is burning right in um, the areas that people love. Um, so I just want to acknowledge that. It is pretty devastating to sit down here and, and um, feel helpless. Brian Murdoch touched briefly on a shared feeling community members have expressed as they watch the mountains burn. Helpless. One local has been fielding calls from people who want to do something, anything, related to this fire or preventing them in the future. I think a great way to volunteer is to chat with your neighbors and your friends and your, the people who you know who own property that's larger that might need a hand. Cara Dorenwind is the executive director of Rim to Rim Restoration. She and her team have partnered with local, state, federal, and other nonprofit entities for years, doing revegetation projects and fire fuel mitigation across the valley. She says fire it gets really daunting and it gets really scary when it's happening. And it's also really easy to forget about it when we don't have a fire in the backyard. But I, I'm hopeful that through some conversations in the coming months, we can come up with some ways that people can help each other out. Fire mitigation, she says, does work. And she encourages neighbors to work together on strategies now and throughout the year. Dornwind remembers back in 2010 when she and others cleared a fire break around some big cottonwoods at the back of Anonymous Park in Moab City. 
That next season, a fire started in the sloughs that she says could have really threatened the Bartlett subdivision without that break. There's an area we had cleared literally the year before. The fire department knew we had done it, so they knew they had a, a way they could you know, try to keep it from coming into town. So fire, fire prevention does work. And, and hopefully, I, I'm, I'm hopeful, you know, with all the fire mitigation work that I, I know the Forest Service has done up on the mountain, my hope is that that is really helping them now in, in creating containment lines around this thing. Other ways to help with fire locally, Dornwind recommends volunteering for the local fire department. They rely on volunteers in this community to go put out structure fires. They were some of the first people on site with this fire. They responded. That's huge that we have that. And I I, I don't know, but I suspect that there's even ways that aren't frontline firefighting ways that you could help out for for Moab Valley Fire or Castle Valley Fire. Or there's also a fire district in Thompson. There's a fire district or a fire volunteer fire department in LaSalle. I mean, wherever you live, finding those places, I think, is a great place to start. And if you know a firefighter working on the Pat Creek Fire, Dornwind recommends telling them or showing them your support. A little act of kindness, she says, can do a lot right now. I know a few guys that are working the fire that's literally in their backyard. I think that's a way harder fire to work than a fire that's farther away. So if you know someone who is on this fire, I think letting them know, sorry, I get a little... It's just watching that the mountain burn is really intense. But I think, you know, letting letting your friends who are wildland firefighters know how much you appreciate what they do is, is a fabulous thing, too. Fire managers have tried to prepare the public for a long-haul situation with the Pat Creek Fire. They say it will likely be burning for some time. While that information could cause grief, anxiety, anger... Dornwin says the community shouldn't lose heart. She wants the public to remember that the Forest Service will put together a response plan for burned areas. From a revegetation perspective, she knows restoration is possible. The Forest Service and others have resources at the federal level that will help with some of this planning and implementation of that work. And so I think that's another place that the community can become involved. But they need to have some patience to let some of that planning and whatnot move forward because uh, there will be funds that will help make sure that the watershed does heal. But while it's really terrible to watch this burn, there it, 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 will, it will stop at some point and it will recover. It will happen. And that's the KZMU News for Thursday, June 17th. Get your community-powered journalism Monday through Friday at noon and 7. You can also find KZMU News anytime online at kzmu.org or wherever you listen to podcasts.